just want to say thank you, first of all, because I have 72 people who listened to it, who played my podcast. What? And then it says I have an estimated five audience. Anyways, what happened? <laughs> all of a sudden, Das cool. That's super duper cool. Because <clears throat> usually when I go to check my stats to see who's um, listening, it doesn't say who you are. It just says like from what region or country. You know, when I go see that, it just is like <laughs> my phone yells at me. It's all blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's the feedback I'm getting, right? So I mean, I'm totally super stoked and ecstatic because. I checked my stats tonight, and it said, what, 72 plays on your podcast, and the audience estimated of worth five, and I was just like, shh, wow, because <clears throat> last I checked the stats is when, my, when I made my last recording, the one called podcastquestionsandanswers at gmail.com, the totally easy email, the one you can't forget. I mean, the one that your mama made you memorize? Podcast questions and answers. So anyways, <clears throat> when I made that last uh, podcast, it was that one, the title of that. That's when I was last checking stats, right? So um, it's been a few days or maybe even a day or not. I don't know. I just know it hasn't been long. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to totally ignore my self-worth and I am going to stoop down on my level and check and see how many people are listening to my podcast, you know? So, yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with getting stupid <laughs> with yourself. <clears throat> so anyways, when I checked it, I mean, I was like, what? What? For real. I was like, oh my God, What? Is that number, does that say 72? And then I dare look to the right to check out the estimated audience, which was the number five? <sighs> That's bitching because at the most I've had an estimated audience, it has been at the number two. <clears throat> never, never, ever above. And that's usually after podcasting for, oh, I'd say maybe about like three months. <laughs> I wish I could say like maybe three days, but no. <laughs> After three months, it was just really sad. <clears throat> so I felt shady. So I um, canceled all my account with podcasting at that time. And I just said, screw it. You know, nobody wants to hear me. Nobody wants to hear what I say. You know, um, I guess I just have to be boring like everybody else per se. You know, I mean, oh gosh. Have you heard? I mean... The, the thing that really jilts me is that there's so many awesome, interesting subjects out there. You know what I'm saying? And it, there's, if there's so many diamonds like that out there, then um, oh, I'm figuring why pick me then to listen to when you have all those, you know, rad people. So I'm truly, truly, truly honored and, um, you know, blessed and... Um, I guess I feel freaking respected. I just, I think that's super duper important to never forget where you came from and, you know, bring the people with you along the way, if you will, per se. <clears throat> you know, why, see, it just never makes made sense to me. Why should one person be able to catapult above the others, above the rest, because of one little stupid thing they did? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that makes the rest of us feel like, you know, oh, I wish I could, like, win the the uh, the gold at the Olympics. Or, oh, I wish I could have, uh, you know, joined the Air Force and uh, flew in, you know, an Apache or um, a Tomcat fighter. Anything like that, you know, high tech. Or, oh, I wish I could have been, you know, um, what's his name? <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me. <laughs> When I tell you, I think Andre, Andre, uh, I want to say Maserati, but I know it's something Yeti. It's not a Yeti, but he's an Italiano, and he's like kick-ass in the world. He's um, he's really super hot, and I mean, even guys would say that about him. <laughs> he's so bitchin', 
you know, the way he race cars. He's like a, a handsome European race car, race car, race car driver who just jet sets around the world, wins races, gets out the babes, and has anything in life he wants, maids, and so you name it, cars, you know, especially cars. So, anyways, um, you know, people that we, that I see, that I think that uh, we idolize that hit the number one in our perception. I think that we don't know enough about how that person got there and where they're at right now. That's a big difference between, you know, um, robustly fantasizing and over-categorizing something or some, putting something on a pedestal before it's ever even been, you know, uh, made within your mind. It's a huge difference, you know. You, um, Well, not you, but see, I have to think calmly about situations that are unpleasant to me that I know that are, are going to, to truly offend me and, you know, try to pelt me somehow, you know, with, with their core. And for those types of situations like that, when um, I do encounter them, and everybody will for the rest of our lives here on this planet while we're in skin time, but those types of individuals to me per se is uh, they are like um, the melting of the snow in Nevada desert. You know, uh, uh, when the temperatures are at its peak, at its peak time, Fahrenheit speaking. So, if you were to take a snowball and take it in an ice chest and drive all the way out to the middle of the desert, and then finally get there, take the ice ball, the snowball out, and throw it, and it's 125, 122 degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, I, could you even throw it out with your hand? Could you even make a, you know, a toss or anything without a uh, you know, melting with, uh, I mean, I'd say like the fast, the fast as a blink of an eye, blink of an eye. That's how fast that snowball would be melting, right? Therefore, that's how I check people out when um, I come into an encounter with something that I perceive that could possibly or potentially be unpleasant, and uh, it's mixed with somebody who I normally don't deal with or tend to uh, want a camaraderie with when it's those type of people I'm on my I'm on my my goal my call my guard you know my protection everything's up on me and I'm just a chick I'm not talking about any type of physical weapons I'm speaking of emotional being I'm just trying to say this is you know because uh, a lot of people ask me how can you always so happy Jen or when I always go somewhere, they look to my friends and say, is, is she always this happy? You know, or what has she been smoking? Or whatever you're on, I want somewhere. You know, or is this a joke? You know, um, I don't like to get that response too much. But I have been asked lately um, if, you know, am I always this happy? <clears throat> and it's pretty cool because I wear that as a badge of honor because I used to get those compliments all the freaking time. You know, and... I hadn't heard it for years. And so just to be honest, that was one of the things that I've been trying to build back up within my own psyche and within my own soul and malleable palate, if you will. I'm trying to actually build myself back up so I could hear those good things again. I, I loved it because I felt like a superstar because I was, you know, I was at my peak. I was at my game. I was... I was up to play, I was up to pay, I was up to, I was just a stand-up type of girl, so I haven't heard that, so anyways, I haven't heard that in years, like I said, and recently, lately, um, it's been kind of coming to, you know, the core surface of, of my feelings, for some reason, it's just been kind of lagging around, hanging around the back of my mind, and, you know, not pushing, not shoving, and but not wanting to go away, that's for sure, and so that one topic just, you know, Finally, I laid it to rest. I spoke it easy. You know, I trained the thought. I focused uh, my mentality. And I regenerated my energy with inside my whole body. And I addressed it, you know, right on. <clears throat> and I, it was cool because it was like, you know, um, I've been dealing with the issues of the past for years now. You know, I mean, after I just laid this one problem down in my mind recently when I met it, to deal with it, um, actually, you know what, it actually, you know, I mean, it was like a, a walk in the park, it was like a piece of cake, you know, 
on all levels. I got to answer all my questions there from some type of little um, incident and or situation or a a suggestion of a situation that maybe had went awry or an uncouth um, scenario spilled out. I literally, you know, for the first time was ready to catch that drip. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, I was the core. I was like, hey, you know, if you're gonna, you know, rain on someone, shit on someone, spit on somebody, do it to me. I'll take it all. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how I was, you know. I mean, that's how I, I'm dealing. That's how I was with this situation. <laughs> I don't want you to think, oh my God, we're listening to a ghost. <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's how I, I dealt with this mm, recent situation. I don't know why you guys listen to me. Cause, you know, because no one ever writes me or asks me questions or, you know, you can send me a voice message on here too. Anyways, since nobody ever asks me anything, why do I have so much to say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> bully. So for that, tonight I am having a party with me. So I am, I'm toasting you. I'm having a, a tidbit to drink. I'm going to have a, a little toast here. I'm going to have a little drink. And when I say cheers, when I say bule, that means cheers. I'm going to hold up in my left hand a shot glass. Okay, so when I say bully, I'm already almost to the tip of where I'm going to, you know, how high my hand is going to be raised. Then I'm going to, you know, face forward to take the shot. If anybody out there would like to take a toast with me, that would be way killer, right? I mean, my imagination's bigger than that. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm joking. Okay, so anyways, hurry up. Yes, I'm still waiting. Go get your drink. That's cool. That's cool. Don't step on the dog. It's cool. (laughs) Take your time. Because if anybody finds out and they're going to be a jerk, it's going to ruin the whole energy. So, you know, let's go slow. I'm not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so what we're waiting for everybody or the maybe one or two people that are going to go get something to drink to take a toast with me. I mean, it doesn't even have to be alcohol. It could be a glass of water or a glass of milk or a bite of a, a tortilla or a bite of a papaya plant. It could be something, anything. As long as we get to salute together and we all have a meeting of the minds at the same time on different parts of this planet in real in skin time, that's cool. You know, that is so cool. It's beyond cool. It's amazing. It's it's an offering from the gods of, you know, human potentiality. It's just freaking cool. You know, it's it's really super nice to feel like you can connect. And if you can't, I'm trying to tell you how to get there. You know? Said the chicken going into the dragon's mouth for a sacrifice. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> But you know what? If I'm not out here to start a real plan, then who is, right? So anyways, back to like the beginning of the program. When I was saying that, you know, I've heard like all these, you know, super, super, superstar diamond people making, um, they have really interesting podcasts. I was asking why you guys were listening to me when there's so many other people. Um, I mean, I've heard the podcast and I, I feel like in, in, uh, what was it? Eighth grade, junior high, 14 years old. Okay? Just coming from the summer being 13. Because, okay, so anyways, say it's that. So, okay, the teacher's name was, and you know what? I know what he, my teacher was saying back then, but I'm right now, but back then I was just like, I hated that guy. And it was Mr. Kalen. And he was my junior high uh, history teacher. And I wanted him to be history bad. <laughs> Hated that freaking class. So anyways, I'm just saying, the other podcast people that I'm listening to, they have like amazing titles, right? I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, I want to hear what they're about. I want to So I go and check it out. And it's just like Mr. Kalen. Right eye, left eye. Okay, do your homework and we're going to have an in-depth study. A 2,000 page report. I mean, dude, I was just, anyways, that's how you say it. It was just like the lighting in there was that um, awful, you know, intrusive fluorescent lighting, you know, and it was always hot and muggy and uncomfortable in there. And it always smelled like dirt 
you know, because you're a bunch of little kids, and I just hated that class so bad, for when my makeup didn't good, didn't look good in that light, you know, and I was a little, you know, like 14, just hitting the makeup scene, and like, you know, I was thinking, oh my god, maybe they can see that my hair's not perfect, you know, stupid shit like that, I mean, yeah, I used to totally fashion that when I was a kid, I was just like, if there's no fashion, there's no oxygen, okay, I'm serious, you know, hands down, guns up, (laughs) that's how I used to think, you know, ever since I've been born, so, okay, well, I have proof, ever since I've been in preschool, uh, there's a picture, and I'm the only kid in the whole group that's wearing um, boa feathers, I'm wearing a great big old lady's hat, I have gloves, I've got a little um, fur around my neck from a fox, like a mink, and then I have um, long jewelry and uh, big old lady high heels. I mean, I'm just like to dazzle, you know? And I'm just like totally in my fuck grin. Excuse me. I'm like totally like, yeah, shoot that shot. I know I'm a million dollars. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I was so stoked that I could actually dress to the nines. You know, I mean, anything they had in that box with um, clothes, of big people clothes, old lady stuff, it was on me. And I was ready to fight for it to um, cut through. (laughs) You know, and boy, to my my surprise, I didn't have one person, one girl even come close to even, you know, looking in that box where I was just like, yeah, oh my God, oh my God, you know. So, yeah, I'm the only kid that pops out on that. So anyways, I have proof to show um, that I have been dressing up like that to the nine since I've been in preschool but um I think I should take note did you guys get your drinks yet <laughs> I had to go on this big old long detour to wait for you man okay I'll hurry up because okay this is cool all right now I would like to make a toast to all the listeners in the world across the world from May I would like to say thank you thank you thank you thank you and thank you, all of you guys that are listening to me right now, right here. And I would like to make a salute to you for actually being here with me. Uh-oh, got to put the shot glass in my left hand. I'm I'm a witch, so you know I'm a lefty. Oh, God, here we go. Now I'll get emails. What? You're a what? Anyways. Okay, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now online. <laughs> Don't be silly. We're going to take off. I'm getting ready to salute you. Okay. Um, thank you for listening to me. I think you're awesome. And here's to all of our success and future podcasts. Okay. Bully. <sighs> well, um, <clears throat> I do say it's not as as harsh as one expected, but it's not as easy either. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what people really want to say when they want to say the truth about, like, right now, I just drank some hard whiskey. And, you know, growing up, I noticed that it seems like a lot of people always ask me that question, what's it like? When every time I would take a shot of hard liquor, and I never understood that, you know, like... How come it seems like they're only asking me that question? You know, I mean, I I just always thought that, because uh, I didn't hear them go around the crowd or the group or my friends. You know, how come you're not asking that chick? How come you're not asking her or her? How come, you know, why was the only, I just, <laughs> maybe it just seemed to appear that I was getting asked a certain question within a certain time frame um, when I was the most uncomfortable or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Well, um, I think it it was a little of all, you know. I was a little uncomfortable with that question because I wasn't um, innately aware of the endeavors of the finer mixes of alcohol, you know. Um, I knew that the reason why somebody would ask that is because they wanted to see if you had a higher opinion, you know, of... of, um, the subject they're asked, they're quoting you on. So anyways, I was just like, I always felt like when somebody say, what'd you think, you know, or, you know, stuff like that. Hold on. Okay. About the smoking thing. I have reacted the, um, 
nicotine habit quite recently. And I know I have on, I made a podcast saying quitting smoking. Just because I'm smoking right now doesn't mean that I'm not ever, ever going to quit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Just because I'm smoking right now and admitting it and doing it in public really, really means that I'm putting myself out there to make myself accountable. So, I mean, if I was lying that, oh, yeah, I'm a hero, I'm so strong, yeah, I told you know that podcast, I'm quitting smoking, blah, 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 yeah, um, you know, you have to go back and, and check up with people and let them know who you are, that you are human, and that they are human, and, you know, I mean, this, this is what uh, I teach myself, um, I can't tell you how many times people have put me down because I wasn't able to actually conquer quitting smoking, like, for good. And those are my intermediate family members, super, super close to me. I mean, just hack away at me, you know. Anyway, sorry, excuse me. (laughs) It was a liquor burp. (laughs) Um, My, how I look at it is a gold, a golden Olympian athlete over the the world's United, uh, the world's Olympics, right? The gold that goes for the gold medal. That athlete never actually just tries to do that sport for the very first time and ace it and get a ten. Who? Who? Tell me now. Because that athlete has to first be introduced to the sport, and then the sport has to be. Uh, relayed to them they have to have instruction on the sport and that's just at the beginner's pace you know that's not even saying that this person's going to make it to the gold so that's my philosophy I look at my life's challenges and uh, difficult hours of need like that I look at it that well a gold medalist just doesn't run up just grab the gold the very first time they try that sport never because one could be actually five years old they try the sport or 14 that's a vast difference in terms of your skills and steadiness and uh, your equilibrium that's a huge huge jump okay even at 14 years old if you were to try that sport for the very first time I guarantee that you'll never know all the cutting-edge rules of that sport the inner part the inner uh, I guess, definitive um, guidelines, you know, till you've researched that sport and all that stuff, right? Even at that point, it's really, you know, it's obsolete to say that. In fact, I don't know anybody that ever has. I don't know if I want to know anyone that ever has, (laughs) do, because, you know, I'm not ready to actually meet, you know, Maximilian or, you know, Wonder Woman. I'm not ready to engage with that level and style yet because, I feel that there's too much to learn in this plane of life and I feel like there's too many places to go and so many people to to love and respect it's just you know life's so short and I'm already wasting it myself per se by the things I do or do not you know I just got a message can you guys hear my message sound It's beautiful because um, it sounds like, let's see, a bunch of nights back in the middle uh, time. And it sounds like they're searching through a cave with their posts. I forget what you call them. I want to say lanterns, but they're not. I totally know what they're called. Torch. Okay, so the knights have all their torches, right? And they're going through this this really huge creepy deep dark cave at night right that's what my message song sounds like so these knights are holding the torches up above in front of them so they can see there's a slew of them too they're marching in as much as one can march in that cave right so anyways all of a sudden you see this is what my songs my song sounds like all of a sudden you see the knights disperse in different ways but you do notice that they're going at the, in the same pace you know but it's even so that's what my song on my message sounds like um 
Then it sounds like at one point they make a discovery and then all of a sudden my mind goes towards a bunch of sexy hot dudes uh, getting ready to perform a witchcraft ritual. Like, you know, guys in black robes and the whole, you know what I'm saying, black hoods. And But this vision I'm seeing on the second part of the song goes for these gentlemen are all holding candles because they're warlocks and wizards. But, you know, like they're really super, you know, awesome individuals. You know, you started off with something totally cool and strong and um, vibrant. And then my mind changes to the second part of the song to seeing a vision of those guys. It's like, whoa. Wouldn't that be kind of cool if you could intercorrelate or interconnect the two? If you could, if you could actually mesh, draw, or um, I guess link to you know these two types of individuals. That's what I. That's why I love. That's why I love my message sound. The song I pick so much because it always, always stops to remind me that. Life is so cool if you can connect these two in life, Jen. That's why, like, I put motivational songs on for my messages and stuff like that I receive on my phone. And uh, i just been, like, searching for a way to, I guess, uh, bring to life my inner creativeness that's been so long missing for so fucking freaking far. I wanted to bring it back and I didn't know if I could because I didn't know if I had the stuff to do it. You know, you know, am I built for this? Um, Should I, you know, try to think, you know, good things about me? Should I give myself a break? Should I forgive myself for the past? Should I apologize for my past? Should I deal with it? Even though, you know, it all starts with me, no matter where. It was a tough questions that one has to ask oneself and those were just um you know that was just basic core training for me <laughs> you know getting started I'm always making myself go back and check my my motives and my heart and um my actions and making sure hey I'm going down a checklist was this cool was this cool um did I engage with this person on the proper uh, manner manner and playing field you know what I mean because it's so important that when you come across a human that you feel like you're number one, you know, like, <clears throat> like they're your very, very best friend that you haven't seen since you were a kid and there's no hard feelings, never have been. And you just, where have you been? That's how I look at myself. You know, like when I see issues that rise up within me, that's the first thing that I have to go and see. Well, usually this is what happens (laughs) and it's usually quite embarrassing but I'm going to admit it because you know you guys have to know that that I'm retarded too so yeah usually when uh, these types of um, individual issues arise in front of me the first thing that I do is I try to recognize what got me to this point of frustration and the first thing is is that uh (laughs) Do I really have to say it? Is that I wouldn't have got here had I paid attention to the very first clue or sign. Easy as that. My next step was, obviously, um, I missed that clue or sign. Um, Now I'm to the point to where, how do I deal with it once I see it? See, I skipped a couple of parts. I skipped the first one, the second one. Now I'm going, I'm trying to figure my life out on the third one. And I think that that's what a lot of us do as humans, per se, because I don't think that sometimes when we miss things in life, even if it's a, a class during, you know, growing up in our, our formative years in, in elementary and preschool and, and junior high schools, I think when we miss some classes but still tend to show up just to get the passing grade or shut people up, I think that those, those lessons that we miss, um, they actually become something that is going to be so wholeheartedly needed in your uh, latter future that it's going to be hard to deny that you know you were you fumbled because it is for me it was super super embarrassing to say to myself did I really mess my life up that bad I mean dude I was in such hardcore denial when I was going through this kind of stuff before you know um and these are serious issues that could affect my future don't, you know, don't I know that, you know, um, if, if I just screw off today, 
then tomorrow will never come this May? I mean, you know, it wasn't like it was thousands of years, light years, and, you know, off my future. At one point, I did have my future planned, and prior to that, I even thought about, you know, my life's goal, at least my life's um, goals as to what I wanted to do to a to acquire those goals I knew what I wanted to be there were um, there were three types of careers that really really just rocked my world and shook me and made me forever be that's what I had to find again in my life and so that's what I'm referring to so um, one of the um, occupations or careers of the individuals that I'm talking about there was three that I really aspired to be when I was a little girl approximately six five to five to six years old I know that for sure one of them wanted to be a jet fighter pilot in the United States Air Force (laughs) hands down and then and these are only the top three I can't pick from either of them when I was a kid when I first aspired to be this in life the other one was a nun for the Catholic Church, where they had to wear those things they called um, the habit. Did you know that the, the black dress and the big, long, black um, head covering with the white inside and underneath the neck, those are called the habit or habits, not the habit. They're called habits. And you know why they call them habits? Because the church want, or the that type of um, restrictive religion belief system is um, mandated to make you expect that there's nothing else in life but God nothing else that's why it's called a habit so I mean I mean like the you know I'm sure that in the Catholic school um, crossword section in the the daily school newspaper I guarantee that that word habit was incorporated correlated in that uh, crossword almost every single day I mean they made it a habit to even pray they may and they teach you that word in there so it's um, just interesting to know that's called a habit I wanted to be that when I was a little girl I wanted to wear that I wanted that great big funky cross in the rosary okay then my third uh, occupation that was I was truly drawn to was to be a lawyer <laughs> go figure <clears throat> I wanted to um, well, the first time I found out that you could actually fight for somebody's innocence and fight for their protection and fight for their strength and fight for their life and fight for their freedom. The first time I heard that when I was a little, little, little girl, it fascinated me so much because I was just like, I'm in, I'm in like Flint. <laughs> so those three types of careers I really wanted to delve in or actually be and in between the years, my life had gone awry or had gone off array. And at different points of my life, the only time I would seem to wake up is when I would wake up completely beaten and battered. You know, whether that be physically or mentally or just the accumulation of both coming on like a freight train. It was it was hardcore. It was scary. Um, so changing my mind thought process throughout all the years since I've been in my I guess since I've been 13 I'm 50 now (laughs) and I still have so much to know there's still so much to learn and to be taught I mean it's just crazy And what's even more crazier than that is how much I love life, right? I mean, I dig it. I don't care where where anyone says I'm at anymore. Like, you know, I still have negative comments in my life, and I have backlash, and, you know, I have negative feedback. I get that, but I don't get them, (laughs) you know? Well, I don't want to. (laughs) I had to. I'm not going to anymore. I don't, you know, go away. So, um, that's on my joking days with myself, per se. But if I'm on a serious note and I get negative feedback, then it's I've put up, I've designed and implemented a red flag, a warning sign. And I put that up now. 
So when a red flag comes up, that means for me to stop and detail and consider, you know, to contemplate what this red flag is for in my life. So that's what I do. I stop and I'm just like, okay, whoa, there's a red flag, a warning sign, whatever. I'm, I don't want to go through feeling lost or abused or neglected or ignored anymore. I'm going to stop, look, and listen. Yeah, the same things your parents taught you when you first started to cross the street. Stop, look, and listen. Yeah, before you cross the road. So that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I feel embarrassed to say, you know, I'm 50 years old, 5-0. And it's taking me thus long just to learn such a simple, ignomatic type of life's lesson. But see, here's the key point and the interesting thing people's feelings and the things they learn and or future lessons are not meant nor shall they ever be uh negative you know what i'm saying i mean i know yeah yeah sure you can see that now because jen you've been through a lot and you're already you know look at your age but i can say that also for most of the people that i know um, that have been through something way less horrendous than i have in my lifetime those people are so ungrateful and they're greedy mean and they just want to hurt you or get what they can from you right i've been through a more than a hundred men and <clears throat> what trips me out or excuse me what perplexes me what bothers me what makes me not understand those types of people is that my you know walk was way more heavier and scarier you know, from what I've learned from those other people going that have bad attitudes. And it always perplexes me or jinxes or makes me wonder, you know, could you imagine if we all took life or took ourselves more serious to the plateau, if we elevated ourselves to that plateau and actually watched ourselves walk to one another to meet ourselves, watch, you know, patiently gently and <clears throat> you know observingly at all those good things if we could watch oneself hey you know just be you know hollering across you know the heart hey i'm gonna meet you in the middle you know <laughs> wouldn't that be cool for once if we all just said let's do this okay let's go that much confidence i would have to walk towards me and that much confidence i would i would say hey I'm, I'm going there too with you. You know, that's what I'm saying. If we have a meeting of our own minds in connection with our hearts, wrapped with our soul, that's how we start to get from one place to another. And it's quite efficient. You know, I know it sounds lame or whatever. Um, maybe it is. All I know is that um, I'm out for the humans. I want to see you guys make it. I know that you can make it. So whatever you're going through, I'm telling you, these are the steps that you can think about. If you've never had anybody explain these trippy feelings or these weird situations or how you're feeling inside or that you're crazy if you think like that, um, what's wrong with you, you're a man or, you know, you're an adult woman. If you hear any of those things and then some that I can't name on here, then you know what? Consider the source of the people who are trying to harm hurt or not let you grow that's that's pretty hardcore so if that person that you don't really like a lot and you see all their negative qualities that person is actually putting you down you know what don't take their negativism to heart don't just don't you know just you know i mean take this instead I know you can do it i can do it i'm still doing it i'm never going to give up for the fight and nor should you because I think you're worth fighting for in terms of making your your heart good. And I know, and I would be willing to, you know, any day build a human up and tell you that you're amazing. We have, we all have to start at one place somewhere. It's the same concept as when, you know, an, um, a gold medal Olympian. It's the same concept. They never ever start that sport for the very first time and make a complete 10 right worldwide so this is the same thing we never start as humans you know at the top of the line and then just you know we're cool and work our way down 
how the heart actually is performed in terms of functioning functioning emotionally is the heart starts from the very beginning thought process you know something that's thought of um, if you ignore your heart so many times the process to be thought of pretty pretty soon the hearts just like I'm not in this game therefore I don't have to go through that process it's the process that you ignore me now is the, the heart process <clears throat> that's what a lot of um, that's what I actually I'm sorry I'm not trying to speak for everyone else but that's what I did a lot and I still find myself being shady like that once in a while these days but it's not as often is what I'm saying and I really appreciate that fact it's and I actually see myself or see my actions you know um, from you know afar and what I mean by far is I'm not having a third outer body experience what I mean by afar is I, I tell you after or I told you before in the earlier in this podcast that once I leave a situation I try to make sure I go down a checklist that I've made really super tough but I need to at, answer each question as accurately and honestly as I can Anyways, I go down this mental checklist. Did I treat that person right? What were my motives? Why did I act like that? You know, um, stuff like that. So if I'm not getting a cool feedback from, you know, my answers, in other words, everything seemed all pointed towards me and what I wanted and me, 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 <laughs> then I know that that interaction could have been a lot safer, uh, more strength, more powerful, more protection, and a lot happier for my future being. If I don't come out with um, pretty much scoring A's on how I treated human beings, then that's a serious warning sign and issue for me to actually stop, look, and listen. I have to go back in my life and replay that scenario or the interaction I had with people. Then I go and I act like I'm standing from the outside in, like I don't even know these two people, what's what's you know taking place, because I want to get a more you know I want to get the all-around fair justice equilibrium type of fair view. And once I've analyzed it and realized, dude, yeah, I could have totally treated that situation way better. You know, now I'm scrambling to think, okay, warning signs. And, you know, that's how I put these systems in place. I'm just saying, this is what I do, you know, because a lot of people ask me that, you know, um, you know, how do you, how do you stay so positive? Is it just a joke? Are you lying? You know, even my own mom. You know, recently within uh, within like I think maybe the last five to seven years, she's asked me, "Why are you happy all the time? Why are you so happy? Why are you always positive? Why, you know?" And that's pretty scary because when that's coming from your own madre, your own mother, mama, you know, it's um, it's kind of unnerving. It sucks. It made me speechless because it, it actually shocked me. There's not a lot that can shock me. It, it shocked me because not only was that coming from my own mama, she bore me, she raised me my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that was weird to hear your mom say something like that when she's known you your entire life. Um, so that's what I'm saying. When my mom first asked me that question, I never thought first and foremost it would come from my own mother. I get that kind of reaction from, you know, everyone else, strangers, new people I encounter, but never my mom, you know. So that was pretty, um, that was earth-shaking for me. Because my mom should know I was born like this, I came like this, you know. So it's like, I felt like she just looked at me like a stranger one, one evening. That's what it felt like, you know? It's like, dude, what an uncouth, uncomfortable feeling to be in with, you know, yours truly, your own mother. It's, it's an uncomfortable, uneasy, you know, setbackish type of step-back situation that you don't want to actually ever have to deal with emotionally in front of that person on the spot, bam, right there, it's the grand, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, something really creepy like that, it sucked, you know, so with that said, that's why I'm saying I'm trying to say how I worked out the process and steps in life to guard myself, to keep myself clear, to make sure that I'm still positive, to make sure that I'm still happy, to make sure that the life's lessons that are being tossed or thrown my way are actually meant to be 
and if I were not such a badass, then I probably wouldn't even be at this stage in the game. That's, <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you know, um, I just think that we get dumb when, or I, I got dumb when I stayed sitting there. I uh, got dull when I refused to make a honorable decision or a prominent stand or a genuine feel or an honest opinion and on and answer I always felt like if I didn't do my due diligence on such the basic things that occur between humans on a regular basis I always felt that I wasn't giving it good enough and if I wasn't giving it good enough um then I actually surmise that I'll stay here and, you know, wallow in my own situation of dark discontentment and sorrow, jealousy, and fear. And it sucked. You know what? I paid so much attention to those negative feelings. (sighs) You know? I mean, a lot of attention to that stupid BS. And so now I'm just like trying to tell the world how amazing you are you know because no one ever gave me this little like copy or manual book on life no one yeah I've been to a couple of churches and I was stuck in a, a certain type of religion you know from my family ancestors but nothing ever to the extent to where uh, I was ever given an answer that gratified me or satisfied or um, you know calmed me down or gave me some hope I was never given the any you know the book on life and so that's why I'm here trying to tell the whole world you know everything I learned or how I've learned it and how I retain it how you build it how you make it how you sustain it you know how I obtain it how I acquire it how I build it and frame it you know I'm thinking of all these things because there's so much to tell you guys that we're people aren't honest about and I'm saying you know I haven't preserved this brightness for nothing. There's something that shines protrusely from within my aura, my, my, you know, my being that touches you, that gets to you and lets you know, hey, you know what? I have the same feelings. I have the same thoughts and memories and feelings or, or experiences that you do. Or if, you know, at least I have my own that are, you know, really bad. And they're not the same, maybe, because I know we're all different. But let me tell you, they are the same in terms of when you can't get out of hell where you're at. That's why they're the same to me. Because I know if I went through hell, and sometimes I still occur, I know that other humans are going through it too. And if I, I also know that I'm trying to keep myself right and try to, you know, think positive things and do the right things and... Uh, and I'm still struggling with life, you know, life's issues, some of them. Um, and I'm still laughing and smiling about it. <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. You know? I mean, that's just it right there. If you come now, we can all go on. But, you know, life's waiting for you to, you know, get over here be cool it's all right to say that you're awesome it's all right to say that you're beautiful it's all right to say you're bitching or handsome or sexy you know what i'm saying i mean look where the other thought process or method and or life's teachings and experiences got you or i'm speaking for myself look where it got me right i'm sitting here in my dark garage doing a podcast <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> sorry I'm so glad my cat Jack wasn't out here right now because I would have scared the crap out of him. <laughs> he probably would have jumped straight into the rafters of the ceiling. <laughs> and then and then only after I got my full laugh on and laugh out, I would have looked at Jack and said, Oh Jack, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you boy. But then I would have thought, you know what? Are you being serious, Tim? Are you just saying that so you can remember this moment forever? <laughs> and then when I rem- then when I realized what the real truth is, I think, <sighs> you got to make this up now. Because you know what? You really, really thought it was hilarious that he, like, went for the moon. 
<laughs> so anyways <laughs> i'm so glad i don't have to deal with that right now any stress right now is not it everything is gone you know what i'm saying i'm on a cloud nine there's a silver line on every cloud but my clouds are filled with gold and then dipped in silver you know i kind of do things backwards that's okay though and what i mean by that is i am by nature a true lefty right i write i correlate i think i fight i you know, I eat, I smell, I take every, I hear everything is with my left hand. I am a lefty through and through, and I love it. I dig it. What I'm tired of hearing for, as a lefty is all the people who are right-handed complaining about the shit I do. <laughs> Sorry, the stuff I do. Well, you guys do it all backwards. <laughs> How many times I've heard that? You know, um, it just it goes on and on and on. It's like, okay, righties. You're just so jealous of us lefties, okay? I'm just going to put it out there. It's not whatever I can do. It's not whatever you can do. I can do better type deal. It's kind of like it's already been done. <laughs> it's been had, and now you're bad. It's like, go away. You know, I mean, I, I see. When I was in first grade, I heard that the whole year of my life. I'm 50 years old now. Why are people still saying such stupid things? You know, I think it's stupid because I don't find out when you're a right-handed person say, oh my God, you do everything backwards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't make a big deal about it. Okay. I think that the people who make huge deals about left-handed people, I think that they might be um, just tripping out on their own misery because like, you know, they if you notice the people, well, I do, I don't say you, yeah, I'm speaking solely about myself. But I noticed the people that always put me down about being lefty or, or saying something pretty negative about me or my qualities and my actions. Um, I noticed those people have like some major things lacking in their life, <laughs> like happiness, creativeness, intuitiveness, original, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It seems like they're really lacking. So I've learned to cope with it. Anytime I hear that, I'm just like, that's a badge of honor because that just means I'm up one still you know and humans or in the united states not humans but you know what i'm saying because it teaches me you know well actually it taught me not to um like sorry like bust out and get mad or want to leave their presence in fact um i'd quite rather like to stay on just so i can get some more compliments to my soul you know what i'm saying that's that's why I had to turn life's issues around on any level, even on the stupid basic things that there's a lot of guys out there and you guys are mature. There's a lot of gentlemen, educated gentlemen out there in line listening to me right now. And I'm sure you've had it and you've all done it. 